Welcome back to the Potluck Podcast here on the front porch in beautiful Madison County. The Rolling Hills, Uncle Saul's favorite place. We just got off a uh, little bit of a roundtable discussion with some of the boys from Northwest Georgia. Um, covering some games up there, some potential matchups that may happen in the playoffs. So uh, go check that out on our Twitter account. We linked it. Um, so about an hour or so of us just chatting about some uh, different regions and you know, just talking shop a little bit. So appreciate those guys for having us on. Hopefully we'll come back around the playoffs to talk about some matchups uh, that we'll have, especially our region here. Region 8A will go on the road to 6A. But also we talked uh, 8AAA, which is a mm-hmm. good region we like to talk about. Um, today on the show we'll talk the recap from a home loss to Social Circle. We will talk about the rest of the recaps that we had from last week. We will go into our reviews our previews, and we'll talk Commerce Washington Wilkes. Let's go. You're listening to the Potluck Podcast, the official unofficial podcast of commerce football and as the wind whispers through the trees you can hear the raindrops getting knocked off the leaves onto the the ground below you can see the 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 steam coming off our voices yep had some chili earlier it's, this is football. Hot breath. This is football, song. <laughs> what, uh, how you doing, Uncle Song? Oh, doing great tonight, Dino. Out here a little earlier than usual. We had that, uh, show at 7 o'clock. Yeah, we had a little get-together at 7, so now so, we're, I mean, this is, this is far, far earlier than we're, than we're used to recording. I've got so much more gas in the tank. That's dangerous for our <laughs> listeners. And in my gut. You got the chili. <laughs> you got the you, chili you, gas. You got the chili going. You got the gas in your tank. That that that's gonna come more out tomorrow though. You sleep on that chili that yeah. next morning. It's a tough scene. R.I.P. to the Maysville Post Office bathroom tomorrow. I mean, it's dead on arrival every day. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen our staff? Oh man, song. I know you've. I've already asked how you doing, but did you actually answer how you doing? Yeah, I said I'm doing pretty good. Okay, good. You got a lot of gas in I'm the glad, tank. I'm glad you're doing doing great. I tell you what, uh, we always try to start off with the uh, astronomical, astronomical, astronomy yeah, it's a report. New, new trend this we, year. We try to we got we try to start off with the astronomy report, and I got to be it's honest, it's just dark. You can't see nothing out here. Cloud cover. Um, you just can't see nothing. So, now I'm I'm sad to report that we don't have a uh, a report. <laughs> so, Sam, where do we leave off with the Commerce football team? Oh, in a rough spot. Tough scene. We had a tough. Rare home loss yeah. uh, to Social Circle. First loss to Social Circle since 2005. First loss to Social Circle at home ever. Mm. Um, it was kind of an emotional night, uh, negatively for the Tigers, positively for the Social Circle Club. Uh, there was a lot of trash talk after the game. I don't know you know, how much our listening audience... Oh, dives yeah. into Twitter. I kind of forgot. I kind of forgot about that. There, there <laughs> were just now. There were a host of social circle high schoolers like attacking. We'll see. Here's what happened. 
I think that some of the social circle people got our account confused with the, the other commerce account. football account because they were like tagging up, like quote tweeting us and stuff. And I, I, I mean, we didn't really care. Like, you know, that's fine. No. I appreciated a good, a good Twitter, you know, good a trashing. Good jab. A good, a good trashing on Twitter. I yeah. love it. Uh, that's why it exists, truly. Um, but, um, yeah, apparently the Commerce Football account had posted some video. Well, it was like a break, was that Breakfast Club? What was that? What was a movie? It was some kind, there, there are some gifts that are off point sometimes. And I think it was a gift that was just, uh. I, I couldn't, I don't, yeah. It was from the Breakfast Club, but I don't remember what the point was. The guy, it was the guy said something about social, but like they're deranged, but social or something. It apparently, like, I mean, it wasn't even that like offensive. No. But apparently like everyone in social circle like took up arms about it because man, afterwards you would have thought they won the Super Bowl. It was, it was rough. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was bad. Listen, that's... and. That's how you know that it doesn't happen very much. Yeah, and honestly, it's <laughs> like social circle. It's almost like a compliment to commerce when when right. you beat. Somebody. I mean, they were running victory laps. I did, I couldn't even believe what was going on. I was no. like, "What? Like, what is happening right now?" I, until well, I started putting the pieces together, and I was like, "Okay, like they're mad that they posted the video, and then they're mad that you know, I I don't know what <laughs> they were very mad though. They were very mad, and Online. I think part of it has to do with kids being in high school." Yeah, uh, yeah. And I, mean, I would have done the same thing. Right. You know? And this happened when we lost to Hebron at home a couple of years ago. That's good. Speaking of, that's the last time we've lost a regular season game at home. Right. 2019. Was also to a team who had never, who beat had never beaten Commerce at Commerce. Or in general. Hebron in general. But Social Circle had never won at Commerce. Hebron also never won at Commerce. Boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, and, and that happens. I mean, going back... As these private schools that we've played, you know what the weird thing have, was about that though was that like some of their so some of Social Circle's like official sporting team, sport team like, like the accounts, basketball account where they tweeted the picture of the sign. <laughs> it was funny because they tweeted a picture of the sign that was like, "The older I get, the better I was." Yeah, and like it's like dude. Last year, Commerce won region and went to the quarterfinal. <laughs> yeah. like, that wasn't that long ago. They were, they were, they were playing on the Commerce Tiger fan base's emotions right now. You know, it, it was really what it was. Odd, it like, was very. It was a lot of pent up frustration. Which I get it. I, I mean, there's nothing you can celebrate this year, obviously, but like it seemed odd to attack, to act like Commerce hadn't won anything since like when last year when we last won year, the they region. Almost, they almost, I mean, almost they won a, state. They were a play away from two few plays away from going to state and winning, probably. Yeah. So it was just an odd thing that like some of their some of their official Twitter accounts were were getting in on it. I yeah. thought that was strange, man. It was very hostile. <laughs> I I appreciated the kids though. The kids were actually funny. Yeah. Th- their tweets were very funny. Yeah. The but the I, I didn't understand like the the going at the tradition. It's like, hey, y'all got tradition. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's like, like y'all got tradition. Yeah, man. Y'all it's been good for a while. Top twenty team ever in the state of Georgia. <laughs> you know it is what it is. Kind of funny. Uh, it was. Gosh, but, I guess we can move along from that. Yeah. I had, I, but see, I would forgotten about it, so now I got fired up talking about it. We well, can move along. Okay. Let's talk about the game. I mean, we needed to talk about it a little bit. Let's uh, talk, that was actually very nice. Let's talk about the game now. The The first quarter was uneventful. We went back and forth. Uh, second quarter, we finally got scoring. Uh, less than a minute in, Draylon Martin took a four-yard touchdown in. Uh, it was set up by quarterback Trey Garnto. Had a 47-yard rush on that drive. 
He actually Garto rushed over a hundred yards this week. He's coming into his into his own a little bit. He's had two or three good games in a row. Yeah. Uh, Talbert's PAT was good on that first drive. Comers led seven to nothing. Uh, the rest of the second quarter belonged to Social Circle. Um, they got the ball and drove down the field a, a really long way. Got into the red zone. Uh, our defense bowed up in the red zone, which is something that Commerce has always kind of done. You know, thinking back over the years, there have been a ton of goal line stands. It's a bend on break, man. Um, fourth and three, Social Circle gets us from the 10-yard line. They run a reverse, and nobody was home. Uh, they tied it up 7-7, PAT good. And then the most unlikely play of the game happened on the next scoring play. Uh, Mason Moore, social circle player, intercepted a commerce pitch. I think we were running quick quick pitch towards the, the home stands, and he just timed it perfectly. Intercepted the pitch. Nobody was in his way. Sprinted 61 yards to the end zone. Touchdown, PAT good. Social circle led. Fourteen to seven at the half. Mason Moore, just a quick uh, aside. Mason Moore had a great game. He really he did. Eleven tackles, two f- uh, fumble recoveries. I mean, he he was he was a good player. He, I was I was surprised that he was as good as he was because he was he was tall and lanky and he mm-hmm. didn't really look like he looked more like a basketball player. Right. But he played hard. He was he was a good good player. He played all over the field too. Like he was playing an outside linebacker position. But I was looking at him on Max preps earlier. And he plays in the secondary some. Mm-hmm. He plays receiver and running back some. So, really dynamic player for Social Circle. He was good. Um, he played hard, too. I, I like the way he played. I, so I like. Honestly, in general, I was impressed with Social Circle. I was, too. I mean, same, same thing as last year. I mean, that second half of that game last year, they played hard. Um, they, law, or they won the toss. Of the opening toss, and they deferred to the second I like half. The uniforms too, man. They're they're really new, like they're modern. They're kind of that. Well, well, the helmets is what's getting you. Yeah, and that that's because this like the Oregon Ducks feathers right. is what they're doing with the with their helmets. Yeah. I like their helmets. They probably need to change the name of the team. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> I do agree. Um, but they they deferred uh, to the second half. Took the ball. And really put together a typical spread drive. We didn't have much to say. And under two minutes, they scored a touchdown, 20-yard pass, PAT good. Um, we finally got back on the board right before the end of the third. Trey Garto scored uh, his first touchdown of the night, a four-yard uh, keeper off the right side. Talbert's PAT was blocked. So that, that put the score in an interesting place at the end of the third quarter. Social Circle, 21, Commerce, 13. It's also the second straight game with a blocked PAT. Yeah. Something just to, I guess, keep track of in case there's more close games or, you know. And what was it? This this may have been something I forgot, but was did we have a blocked uh, field goal attempt too in this game? Uh, or was that last week? I can't remember, honestly. I can't either. It's all run together. Um <laughs> Social Circle scored again at the beginning of the fourth quarter. It didn't take them long, just a minute and 33 seconds. We gave them a short field, and they scored quickly. Uh, This is the pass, if you were following us on Twitter, uh, Friday night when we were live tweeting the game. Logan Cross threw this pass. I think it may have been on fourth down. Um, Just, it it never descended. He threw it, and it went on a rope. 
to the back of the end zone, and the the wide receiver high pointed it for the touchdown. That was a beautiful. It was throw and catch. it was a college level throw. Um, they they scored on the play, and the PAT was good. Cumbers got the ball back and made an attempt to rally. Um, we scored with seven thirty four left in the game. Uh, that made it social circle twenty eight. Commerce nineteen. Garto snuck in from three yards out. Uh, I think we actually loaded this. Uh, the home side of the formation, and then Garto snuck in on the back side, which I thought was – before the play, I was like, what are we doing? And then I saw what was actually designed to happen, and it was actually kind of smart. Um, our two-point play was dead on arrival, though. It was stuffed in the backfield. And at this point, we were nine points down. It's still a two-score game. Uh, we really couldn't get anything going with our last attempt, and that was the final social circle. 28, Commerce, 19. Yeah, tough one to, to lose. Um, I was, you know, thinking about the, I, I you know, I don't know if I'm an analytics guy, but I, I do believe, like, I, I think that you can win a lot more games if if you use numbers and mm-hmm. analytics to your advantage. Um, I think that we got the going for two and extra point backwards, at the end of the game, like when it was, you know, you should have went for two when you're down two scores because you get another chance at going for two again. Mm-hmm. That way you can tie the game. But if you're, if you're, if you're, you score that six, you know, make it 19 to 28, you kick the extra point for sure because then you're within eight. It's a if you go for game. two, it's, it's, it's a two score game. Like right. you have to kick that extra point. Right. So I think that that probably should have been the Reversed. other way around. Um, not that it would have, Matter at that point, I think there was what seven minutes left. What was that final score when they finally scored? It was yeah. So yeah, it was and, a two score game with seven and a half minutes left. And then we got the ball back with two fifty four left in the game, and that's when we threw the pick. So we would have. I mean, all things are the same. We would have gotten another chance to score and tie the ball game up. But I mean, that's you're talking hypotheticals here, right? And I mean, you know, it get analytics gets a little. <laughs> Start waiting in the it, numbers. And, well, it gets a little skewed at the high school level, but yeah. it's, it's like even harder to predict like what exactly will happen compared to like college or pro. Mm. Um, which that's another reason I'm loving Lane Kiffin this year. <laughs> he's just like all about like analytics. There, he has to have somebody on the sideline because he never gets fourth downs wrong. Like even if like the announcers are like, "Why is he going for this?" Like it'll come out later in a report that that's like a same guy that I read, but. That like every single time, like even in the Alabama game, they got mm-hmm. crushed. But every single time he went for two, it increased, or he went for the fourth, fourth down, it increased his chances of winning that game. Hmm. And every time he didn't, it, it would have decreased if he went for it. He's got somebody on staff that that keeps nice up with that, which is smart, I yeah. think. But anyways, this is high school level, not, <laughs> not not a high level college. But yeah, I mean, you know, the it, it's frustrating. I mean, we can get into some stats now. I, I guess because well, I'm kind of going to bleed into it here with my next kind of run out conversation. What you got? Well, frustrating is the right word if you're talking statistics. Yeah, tonight. I mean, because the thing that sticks out, and I was waiting to uh, first of all, uh, Anthony Gaddis. Thanks again for getting us this. We really appreciate it. Adds a lot to the show. Well, and Gaddis goes out of his way each week to do this for us. It's really nice of him. Oh yeah, we yeah, ran no, into we him Friday night after the game, and he. <laughs> he was frustrated too. I could tell. Yeah, it's just like so. You have let me let me pull up this 
spreadsheet real quick and look at total yards. Because the total yards is something that I wanted to look at, you know, because I don't know, it it felt, I don't know if it felt like this, but it, it anyways, let me just read the stats. Uh, 427 yards of total offense to 237 yards of total offense. In a game that's 28 to 19, I mean, who you think had 427? I mean. Surely the team with 28 points. Right. Yeah, that was not the case on on Friday. Yet that was not the case on Friday night. So I mean, Commerce walks away with four hundred twenty-seven yards of total offense, three fifty-one rushing, and um, you know, five almost six yards of rush, seventy-six passing yards. Decent night through the air, five for nine. The only pick was the kind of at the end of the, the, end game. Of the game, like trying to make something happen. And Social only had 182 passing yards, which it felt like more than that. But it, they was, that really all came on just like one or two drives that were put together. I guess. The hidden yardage for Social Circle came in special teams. True. That, that's what you don't see in this statistic line is that we were atrocious on kickoff coverage this week. Yeah. They started on the 50 one drive. Um, I think another drive they started on the 39. It's just like we're not getting down the field and making tackles. Yeah, and that's really well, hurting yeah, the defense. There's, there, you know, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, um, do you want me to go through team or what? what you start. You want me to do team stats? Yeah, I mean, I pretty much covered, covered every, all almost that. everything. We had 21 first downs, but the problem was you had two fumbles lost. Mm-hmm. One of them was the big one that was a quick pitch that they just straight picked off and ran for a touchdown. Yeah. Um. Again, we outgained Social Circle 427 to 237. A part of that rushing, part of the 351 yards rushing, and uh, was Jaden Daniels, and Jaden did it a different way this time. I mean, he he was between the tackles a lot. Yeah, he had 30 carries, 184 yards that were tough. 30 carries for a freshman. Freshman, and and he was, I mean, I think it, there was a post a uh, video of him blocking on the outside, but he had a couple blocks on the outside that were just. I mean, high level, like something you'd see a senior do. Yeah, he it honestly, the it's blocking reminded it reminded me a lot of Sammy last year when Sammy would block for somebody was he would get on that because that crack he, ball. He had that one where he locked up with that. I think it was outside linebacker. Mm-hmm. It might have been that the uh, kid that was playing so good, Mason Moore. The Mason Moore. But he he locked he locked up with somebody. Just it was off when Draylon was running. Draylon was running behind him, mm-hmm. and it was like a pop. Like yeah. you heard it around the stadium, and he drove him all the way out of there. It was a very it was very impressive. good block. He had a great game. I, I'm I'm really happy to see Jaden continuing, and he's doing it in different ways now. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done it on defense. He's done it at the slot back position in yeah. different styles at slot back. Yeah, five games with over a hundred yards. And I mean, all five has been close to 200. 200. I mean, he's, he's over 1,000 now. I think 1084, I think, and is what five games. Yeah. So, I mean, he's averaging over 200 yards a game in the games that he started. Um, Trey Garnto keeps improving every week. Uh, 101 yards on seven carries this week for two touchdowns. Draylon Martin steady, as always. Um, God, he's just a 20-carry, like 25-carry, 7,500-yard guy. And – just 20 solid, carries man. for Draylon. One touchdown. They were really tough carries. Like, we were running the fullback a lot and just not getting much. Like, there just wasn't anything there, but we were trying to set other stuff up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Draylon is very a very explosive running, runner, and the stats don't show it here. But yeah. uh, 20 carries is still a lot. One of the uh, good, good parts about the defense was they held Social Circle to 55 yards on 23 attempts. And we, we mentioned this on the roundtable that we were talking about with Northwest Georgia. Social Circle um, 
can be one dimensional. I mean, we saw that Friday night. Yeah. And uh, they'll probably. It seemed like based on what they were saying, they'll probably if things kind of. I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the next two weeks? But if it ended, like we think Today. it may, uh, they may have to go to Tron mm. to or Tryon. Tryon. How are they saying it? Tryon. Tryon. I've never heard. Of it. I I've said Tryon my whole life, uh, and no one's ever corrected me. Model. We we got we finally old question about how you say model. It got answered tonight too. They they say it like a model car. Yeah, I think we figured that one out last year though, didn't we? Probably. It's been a long year. <laughs> so trying is where they may have to go. Yeah. Uh, which would be a good game, and we kind of told them the same thing. It's like if you can slow if you can slow their passing game down, they're probably going to be in trouble. Well, and and they were talking about we we talked a lot on that show about regions that could possibly be swept in the playoffs. But if eight the if eight A public really plays up to its potential, if Commerce plays to our potential and we end up being the four spot, we might get upset Bowden. If 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 the cards fell where they were laying today. I I'm well, a tiger, if, Dino. If they fell where they were laying today, Commerce would be a two seed. But obviously that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Because something's gonna get settled tomorrow night, which we'll talk about. But man, Bowden's good. Bowden is good. <laughs> That was good. Tackle leaders Friday night. Uh, Jakari Huff, how about that? Seven tackles. Well, I think the coaching staff is, is finally starting to trust some of these freshmen more, the talented freshmen that we have. We've seen Huff start in the secondary. We've seen Pat Mintz play a lot. Uh, Weathers, number 81, has played a lot. Um, it's good to see those guys getting in the game. Uh, implications moving forward, Uncle Psalm, uh, for the Tigers. What uh, what did you see out there Friday night that may have a implications down the road? I mean, we, God, I mean, I think I know, but what do you got? We must take better care of the ball. Gosh. I mean, it's been every week. We right now we're sitting negative seven right. in the turnover margin, and that's something that was like a talking point was about you know almost everybody I talked to after the game is kind of like well yeah you know you outgain them 427 to 237 it's like you, you just kind of give it away but my thought was like I mean is that giving it away? I mean the thing that changed the game was the two turnovers and at this point that's who commerce is right now that's our identity they give away two turnovers every single game right now yep now that can be that's something that can be fixed luckily Right. That's not some. That's not like a huge something that's just completely defunct in the program. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not something that we're not getting enough rushing yards. We're not getting enough passing yards. It's just one of those things that needs to be tightened up a little bit. Right. And another thing that we haven't really talked about is it, it's not like our defense isn't playing well either. Like our I, I went back and looked at the explosive plays. If you've got the statistics, explosive plays on the season, we're we're killing other teams on explosive plays on the season. Uh, I think we've only allowed like 10 or 15 explosive plays, and we've had, you know, 50 or so. Um, and, and my point there is that, like, if it was just two teams lining up and going and playing football, no turnovers, no penalties, Commerce is winning a lot of these games that we've lost. But it's it's the, the penalties and the turnovers and the – undisciplined mistakes that are killing us explosive plays um you kind of have to do a little addition there i i'm, I'm having trouble with the with this with the chart right now we can come I back think to it's, it i think it's <laughs> what, what was your what was your guess 10 to 15 for the opposition about 50 for commerce 
Yeah, that's close enough. Yeah. So, I guess at the end of the day, the implication is we still... We can play with anybody. We just have to be able to be tighter. Anybody. We can play with anybody that we've played thus far. Yeah, okay. Okay, that's 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 fair. <laughs> Pickens, I don't know. All right, listen, I, I agree. It's just, yeah, the uh, – and the turnovers. And like I said, luckily that's something that's not you, – that you can fit. I mean, that's not something that's like a really huge problem right now, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? You know, You're saying you know what I'm that you to can say? fix it. Yeah, like you can fix – I guess what I'm trying you to say You can control You that. can fix that in week 10. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's something that is easily controlled. Right. Whereas, you know, say you uh, – Injury. Right. You an can't control an injury. Or, like, your offense just isn't working. Right. Or, you know, at this point in the season, that those kind of things are, like, major and hard to fix. But right. we just got to tighten up those turnovers, man. Um, any final thoughts on Commerce Social Circle before we bury it? Let's put it behind us. Week 10, uh, let's talk about the rest of the state. Number seven, Lowndes. Versus number five, Colquitt County. Lowndes County wins it. Well, Lowndes wins it. It should be the <laughs> county. I guess it's technically not county anymore. But uh, Colquitt was a five-point favorite. Lowndes wins it 52-31. to 31. They clinch Region 1, uh, Class 7A title, essentially. Uh, it's the fourth time Lowndes has won while allowing 30 points or more this season. Another big one down South Georgia, number three, Thomasville, and number two, Fitzgerald. So that was uh, a huge one down there. That was at Fitzgerald. Thomasville comes away with a win, 15-8. to eight. So they held Fitzgerald on a fourth down at the Thomasville 10 in the final two minutes. Thomasville is going to clinch Region 1, um, and uh, they won while only gaining 196 yards. So it was a absolute slugfest yeah. down in South Georgia for this one. Yeah, that, uh, that game sounded very exciting. Two, Both of those. Man, those, that's two good football teams yeah. right there. Uh, in our area, Buford was fifty-six to nothing over Lanier. Habersham Central picking up their uh, first region win of the season. They won twenty to nothing over Central Gwinnett. Uh, they will not make the playoffs this season, but they do still have a chance to send off the seniors with one more win. They play Shallow in two weeks, I believe, to close out the season. Clark Central twenty-seven, Loganville twenty-four. Another close win for Clark Central in region play and that that region's still jumbled up man yeah um east side 42 jackson county seven a surprising mm. and uh disappointing result from jackson county uh the panthers still have two winnable games on the schedule and that should get them into the playoffs if they win both yeah jackson county that's a hard loss at home you know east side's uh, one of the best teams in the region but that's tough they're not that good they're not yeah. 42 to 7 over especially with how jackson county's played yeah that was a very surprising game for me. And I think there's still six teams within a game of each other in that region. Mm-hmm. So there's still quite a lot to be decided. Um, North Oconee played Cedar Shoals. They won that one 42-7, which sets up a big game against Jefferson. <laughs> Jefferson won 41-7. to They played without Sammy and Malik. That's a, that's a throwback. You remember their announcer? Oh, <laughs> God. He's probably still there. Jefferson. Yeah, I hate that. Then you play Tiger by the Tail. Oh, my what God. A terrible place. They played without Sammy and Malachi Starks <laughs> last week. Uh, I don't even know if we'll see them the rest of the year. Do you think they'll play? North they'll Oconee? play They'll play this week. I mean, that's week. the region championship. They'll, they'll probably play. play. This week. Jefferson might be at full strength. Look out, North Oconee. Yikes. Uh, David Brinks. Pollock will be there. 
Really? Is he his son? He's like, a big North Oconee guy. I know he lives out at uh, Georgia Club. Oh, does he? Uh, the, that the makes golf sense. course out there in Statham. That makes sense. Yeah, when he calls in, it's always funny. When he calls in to like the ESPN shows on his radio broadcast, yeah. it's always funny. It's like, you're, at, you're in Statham right now. Well, and he's always wearing <laughs> North Oconee gear now. He's a big I mean, Titan. I see those Titan I just don't tees like everywhere. Dave, David Pollock. You don't like Pollock? Why? I just, I think he's a weird guy. Like, I don't. You just don't like him as a. I don't like him as a person. Yeah. Okay. I think he's all right. He's, I mean, he's he was really a great nice. player. He seems like a nice guy. To he me. was a great player. He does have some terrible takes, though. Which we can we can dive into Georgia football takes at a later, <laughs> at a later date. But yeah, he's he's one of the, he's a huge Stetson guy. So I'm I'm kind of wary of those people. Um, Flowery Branch thirty two, Madison County eight. Stetson is playing really nice right now, though. So I don't want to make anybody mad on the pod. Yeah. Um, Psalm, your boys are officially eliminated from the playoffs. Correct. They are. 32-8, to eight, tough loss at Mad Cow. I actually saw, um, as I was leaving out of the stadium, coming back out here to Madison County, not only did I see the Flowery Branch buses coming down 98, I also, when I was right there at the Fast and Friendly or whatever that gas, what's that gas station called right Fast there on the friendly, left? Yeah. What's called? That's a sketchy guy. Joe loves that place. I love that gas station. I'm not a fan. I, anytime I go in there, somebody's like doing Wait, that. are you talking about the Exxon and Commerce at the four-way? The one that's right by 441 and 98. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were talking about the one in Isla. No, 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 441-98. That one right there on yeah. the left. Um, there's always like somebody shooting, shooting I don't like in the that back one. of the casino like and stuff. Either. Sketchy place, don't go there. Um, they do have a decent beer selection from what I think. That's why I think that's why Joe likes it. Anyway, <laughs> so when I was sitting there, I saw Franklin County buses going uh, by. After from East Jackson. East Jackson. Go on by like another mile. Here comes the Flowery Branch buses. You see a lot of, a lot of football a lot of traffic going around. Up 441. Yeah, 445. Yeah, yeah. Everybody comes down 98 if they're playing Elberton or Hart, you know, most of the time. Go ahead. Well, who we got next? Who, who goes down 98 when they play hard count? I, when I, after I said it, I was like, let's move on quickly. Maybe he won't pick up on this. <laughs> oh, so, oh, man. Sorry. Good, good stuff. Um, speaking of hard County, look at that. Do you like that transition? Well, we skipped right over East Jackson. We can't deny them this victory. Oh, damn it. All right, fine. <laughs> well, another transition. There's my, there's my cat. Brisky. There he is. He's got a new cat, new uh, little kind of like a farm, Jungle farm barn cat. You know, he he hangs out outside. Looks like a tiger. He hadn't, yeah. He's he's orange. He hadn't quite moved in. There's been some contesting. The there's been some contesting of of cats coming up around here. It's been an absolute jungle. You had to there's run been that. cats from all over the place, man. Yeah, the Siamese cat was just in my garage. Yeah, I had to run him off. There's a white one that hangs out, a black one that hangs out. I mean, these these cats are coming out of the woodwork. Graham's been feeding them hot dogs or something. It's a good time to get like an outdoor cat. You know, yeah. you want to get them. The mice are on the move, trying to find a home. Trying to get in the you house. You got to get that. You got to get that cat to, to take out the, the take out the squirrels and the mice and such things as this. Free extermination. Well, it ain't free, but <laughs> East Jackson twenty six, Franklin County is zero. Woo! Franklin County, not good. They've been shut out four weeks in a row now. Thirty-seven they were, nothing. Gosh, they were, and, and, and the, the the crazy thing is, they were down seven nothing to Hart County before yeah. this all started. Yeah, it it's been the wheels yeah, have fallen off in Cardsville. Uh Thirty-seven nothing. Thirty-seven nothing. Thirty to nothing. Twenty-six to nothing. Mm. And East Jackson's not as bad as they have been, 
but it's still not something that we want to happen. Uh, Hart County, nine. Stevens County, seven. So this looked like a uh, slobber knocker. And I think this was at Hart County, um, if I'm not mistaken. I could have got that wrong. No, I think it was. I think you got it right. Oh, okay. Um, They did play without J.L. Lackey, which I have come to know now that he is nicknamed the Cadillac, which is smooth. Absolutely excellent with the last name Lackey. Smooth. And I mean, Cadillac power. Williams didn't have any. I don't even know why he was named Cadillac. <laughs> this is the real Cadillac. Yeah. J.L. Lackey is the real Cadillac in my eyes. He is not an imposter. Monroe area 17, Oconee County 14. Um, unbelievable. Uh, Oconee County loses for the first time in 20 something games at home. Mm-hmm. Monroe area goes over and knocks them off as a 14 point underdog. Uh, a good game from, from Monroe. They had uh, some lucky stuff happen for them. Oconee had three turnovers, I know. Yeah, that's tough to come back from for anybody. Uh, and I'm not exactly sure if those were interceptions or fumbles or what, but right, it doomed them. But I will say that, I mean, this is not to say that Oconee County or, you know, or Monroe didn't deserve to win this game because Monroe, you know, they – have some talent. I mean, they got two guys that are over a thousand yards mm-hmm. on, on the year rushing. One of them's their quarterback. Uh, he's a dual threat guy. Um, Strouder uh, is his, is his name. He's got eight hundred something passing on the year. Eleven touchdowns. He's got over a thousand yards rushing. Eleven touchdowns on in on the ground. They got Allen Jones at running back. He's got over a thousand yards with eight touchdowns. Um, man, Monroe's got some talent, and they yeah. are that they are are playing good ball right now. Uh, I will. I do want to mention one story that Georgia High School Football Daily covered, and that's that uh, Kevin Reach is the head coach there. Amy Reach is Coach Reach's wife, and she has been in critical condition in a hospital in Atlanta after suffering an aneurysm over earlier this month. So um, he kept, he couldn't be on the field for their win, but I know he was he was really emotional, and I know the team played with a lot of emotion, and, mm-hmm. and that's a big win for them, and played hard for the for their coach, and uh, just you know. Obviously, prayers to that their family and to Amy, and hopefully, uh, everything can can get she can get get well and yeah, um, just a tough story. Reminds you of uh, Buddy Nobles a couple of years ago, Irwin County. Yeah, you know, terminal cancer mm-hmm. uh, ends up coaching from kind of coaching from the box off of the field, um, ends up dying right after the season. Tough. Good win for Monroe, though. So they'll be playing with quite a bit of uh, emotion the rest of the year, you yeah. would think. So look out. They got the talent, and they, they are well coached. And uh, we look forward to seeing how far they can go. Um, that AAA, man, gosh, that region is strong. Um, <laughs> Banks County, 67. Riverside Military Academy, 6. Sawn. The boys. I didn't even think they'd cover. The boys. I picked Riverside in the pick em. I, The boys from Homer. Homer. Where? On the banks of Lake Lanier, they go over there and just stomp a mud hole. There's a, they extended the lake on out into Riverside. Can you believe this? Oh, man. What a win. Raven no County, efforts. 45. Elbert County, 7. Gunner Stockton ties Trevor Lawrence's uh, all-time passing record. Uh, touchdown record, that is, and another dominant performance. Uh, I kind of thought Elbert was going to keep it a little closer. They still yeah. almost covered. Um, the spread was 34, but 
I did think they were going to keep it a little bit closer. Well, that shows how good Raven Raven's is. Raven's just good, man. Because Elbert beat Comers by two Raven, touchdowns. I think Raven's going to do it this year. It might be their year. I think they got the it. pieces in place. I think they're going to do it this year. Um, Athens Academy was a 30-14 to 14 winner on the road at Athens Christian. The uh, charcuterie boards and wine must have helped out uh, over there in Hull. Number three, Prince Avenue, 55-0 to zero over Loganville Christian. Uh, Prince Avenue is undefeated since week one loss to Calvary Day. Uncle Solomon, they coming for Trinity Christian? They may meet up. I hadn't looked at the the uh, brackets yet, but they come. They might be the only challenger out there. I, I, I hope they – I hope they're on opposite sides of the bracket and they, and they meet, meet up in state because I want to watch the Aaron Philo kid play. Yeah. Um, and I think that might be the only chance I get, but he seems like a stud. Yeah. Um, and shout-out to Seals. Number eight, Putnam County, 28-21 to 21 over Jefferson County on the road. Putnam County locking up the region – Man, what are we thinking about the Wall Eagles? I don't know. I don't really think about them. I, I've been thinking about them a lot. Actually, I, I drove up. Uh, Did you go by Br'er, or Br'er Rabbit's Patch? I, I drove up from uh, Savannah on Tuesday, and I drove right through Louisville, baby, Georgia's first capital, and right by Jefferson County Schools. Man, you could tell it was it, they were down and out Dark. out there. It was it was down and out. I think oh. it was about three o'clock when I was driving by. The band was out in front practicing like on the front lawn of the school. A sad scene down there. Putnam County done drained them of their of all their hopes and dreams and ambitions. Hate that for them. Shout out to Putnam County. Um, <laughs> AJC Class A Public Top Ten. We had some results here. Number three Macon County, thirty-seven to nineteen winners over number ten Manchester. Number nine, Washington Wilkes defeated Lincoln County in a storied rivalry there, 44-36. to Dalen Cobb had a crazy game, um, which Commerce is going to look forward to trying to defend him uh, tomorrow night. Number eight, ECI 20, Jenkins County 12. So ECI continues winning, although probably not as convincing as that one should have been. Yeah. Um, they were a 19-point favorites, only walk away with an eight-point win. Number seven, Bowden. 40-14 to 14 win over Mount Zion. And that one's – that one uh, – Mount Zion's a playoff team. They're a playoff team, right. That's what, that's what I was getting it's ready to get at. a win. They're probably going to be a three seed over there. Yeah. But they're playing Tron in that region for the two seed this Friday night. So tonight when you're listening to this um, – You'll know. Well, yeah, you, that's just a game to look out for because it's going to have direct implications oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on our region as well. Right, right. So Mount Zion and Tron. Tron. <laughs> Tron. Oh, man. Tron. It's almost like Tron. Like Anyways, the movie? Yeah. Um, number five, Sly County, 20 to 19 over Chattahoochee County. Great Close game. One. That was number five and number six. We covered that one a little bit because I covered the running back. Um, Who got offered by Georgia. Yeah, offered by Georgia the next day. <laughs> Spoke it into existence. I tweeted that out, too. I was like, somebody listens to the pod from UGA because, like, I feel like he wasn't on anybody's, like, you know. Like, you had never heard of anything about this kid. And I was like, man, I got to mention him on the pod. The next day, UGA offers, I think it's like, what is it, Zayden or something? I can't even remember. Uh, gosh, I, 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 I'm blanking on his name. I know it, but I'm blanking on it. But Walker? Yeah, his brother's uh, Zatavius Walker. I think I'm getting that right, that plays at Auburn, defensive lineman. I know his, his older brother is the one that plays at defensive line at Auburn. He's a good player. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, number four is Metter. They won 50-26 to 26 over Bryan County. Uh, number two is Brooks County. They won 56-16 to 16 over Clinch. 
number one is, of course, Irwin County. They had 36-7 winners over Charlton County. The Baileys down there, they went on the road. Both Brooks and and, Charl- and uh, Irwin went on the road down there in the swamp. Took care of business. That. Yeah, those weren't close. Um, the other game in Region 8A uh, that we haven't mentioned, which – uh, is Green County 63, Towns County 36. So up on top of the state, <clears throat> Towns County was a five-point favorite. Uncle Song called this one, so yep. you would have known it coming in if you listened to the Potluck podcast. <laughs> they combined for 99 points. Any uh, takeaways there, Song? Well, there is a, still a slim chance that Green County makes the playoffs. That's something that we didn't quite recognize earlier in the season. But if they win out, which is highly unlikely – um, they got to be they, social and Lincoln, and Lincoln right? Right. Uh, so they have to win out, and then Commerce has to lose out. I, don't, I still don't understand how they would win that tiebreaker, though. I don't either. It's not head-to-head? Well, Green Green would win it outright at that point. They would have three wins, and Commerce would have two in the region. I see, I see, I see, I see. Okay, yeah, I, wouldn't, I didn't think about totals. Um, you can go big. Oh, ads. Oh, let's listen we to it. We finally waited. We wanted an ad. All right. <laughs> so we, we did get an ad. I'm not going to let that keep playing. How about that? Zaxby's with a free ad. I wish they'd hook us up with some free Zaxby's. God, I wish I had a sandwich. It looked good. When I was watching that video just now, it looked so good. Um. Anyways, <laughs> Green County can still make the playoffs. Yeah. So I think we tweeted out even that like, Commerce can't can't lose, can't, can't not miss the playoffs. Right. Like, we'll extend the streak for blah blah blah. That's why I wanted that to was amend that. Incorrect. Um, <laughs> they could still miss the playoffs. Uh, and we want we actually won't know. Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll know, know Friday that. night. Right. It. Listen, Green County. They they ain't beat Lincoln County at Lincoln County. Right. That ain't happening. I don't think anybody needs to worry If about it, it does, I'll buy whoever wants one a Zaxby sandwich. I want one. I'll take that. Okay. I mean, you, you, I don't have to offer anything else up. You'll just buy me one for free. What's the line? Let's look at the line. If if Commerce beats Washington Wilkes, you buy me a Zaxby sandwich. <laughs> I'd buy you a Zaxby's franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. Uh, I don't want to be too hard. You never know. That's why they play, That's why they play the game, right? Um... Let's see. Lincoln County is a 22-point favorite. So, not as – that's actually not as much as I thought it would be. I would take Lincoln. Uh, what's Washington Wilkes again? They're what, They're 16? 17. 17. They're 17-point favorites. Okay. I'm sorry. I was just looking at the lines. Anyways, uh, that was our recap. Do we have anything to add before we take a break and get into our previews? Nope. All right. Let's do it. As Uncle Son continues to devour <laughs> a cookie cake like I've never seen, mm. we come back from our quick recess on the Potluck Podcast to bring you Week 11 previews. But before we do that, we have a game in action right now, the Classic City Showdown. What's it called? Is that what it's called? Um, yeah, Classic City something. The Battle for the Classic City. God, what is it called? Classic City Classic. That might be it. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> um, Clark Central's hammering Cedar Shoals, right? Yeah, What's 42 to 14. 42 to 14. At the half. Yikes. 
Um, so that one's over. Put the B so team Clark in. Central is going to win that one again. Does Cedar Shoals ever win that game? They have before, but not in a long time. Yeah, I don't think. It had to have been a long time. It had to been a real good Cedar team, too. The Jags. Underrated nickname. Should we get into some. I do want to. Should we get into a little bit of the nicknames? Probably not. We're What's running, your we're favorite running. one? Just I like the Apple Knockers, man. I'll, I'm a big fan of the Apple Knockers. Listening audience out there, we have talked uh, a couple weeks about these lists that we've been getting from uh, former commerce statistician uh, Jeff, Coach Jeff Prickett, uh, commerce historian Jeff Prickett. You can call him that now. Um, we call them the Prickett Files, and we love getting the Prickett Files because there's some gems of information there. This week we got one with obscure mascot names from yeah, across like the state of Georgia. For schools across the state of Georgia, yeah. T- tell tell your your favorite. My favorite was so Cornelia used to be called the Apple Knockers <laughs> because they grew a ton of apples up on the ridge, and they would use like a big pole. To like knock apples off the tall trees. That was like an, a a a, a, a job, job occupation. Like a lot of people had. So they were the Cornelia apple knockers. They called those people apple knockers, which I think Habersham Central should one hundred percent be the apple knockers. Do I might call them that from now on. That because would be what great. we call we we changed Gainesville's name. They're not the red <laughs> they're, elements. They're the uh what we call them the now? The red leghorns. The red leg yeah, red <laughs> leghorns. The Gainesville Red Leghorns and, and the uh the Habersham Central Apple, Apple knockers. knockers. I like it. What was uh, your favorite? The Osceola Orphans. Yeah, that one that was, was just a like weird. Dark, but yeah, um, that was odd. To be I didn't read one. it really heavily. I did like the Apple Knockers though. I like. Oh, dude, there were some gems in there. I like the hyper localized. Uh, oh yeah, that's those are the best. That's why the Apple Knockers was so good. I'm trying to remember some of the other ones. Uh, I mean, Winterville was the Sky Riders, which is kind of yeah, cool. Kinda... <laughs> It's like the Skywalkers. That's kind of cool. Um, let me see if there's any other ones we need to mention real quick. Don't give them all away because I'd love to have another segment about that. What would Commerce's be if we had like a unique, like the Traders or something? Commerce like, Mafia. Maybe. Well, maybe, yeah. Erwinville, <laughs> um, well, how about Erwinville being the Farmers? Yeah, I like Osceola that one too. was the orphan. Osceola was also the aces, which that's much better than orphans right there. You like that? I like the aces. I like that. Brazelton, that's a good one. I won't reveal that one. Okay. I won't reveal that one. That's a great one, though. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's not – why is that not – well, that would maybe be problematic. I'm not sure. <laughs> Montezuma used to have a great one. That should still be it. What is it? I'm not sure if that's problematic or not. It's hard to tell these days. I won't reveal that one either. We'll save them for something. We'll do yeah. something. Sandersville. I got to do that one because it's, Joe, it's it's Joe's boys. The Sandersville Satans. <laughs> Warren County had a good one too. I can't remember what it was before what they have now, which is still pretty good. Uh, shout out to Banks County. Do you know why? Well, the Leopards are the only, they're the only Leopard in the state of Georgia. Bingo. Also the Red Raiders. Madison County, there are other Raiders, but no Red Raiders. Correct. The Correct. Red Power Rangers. How about that? Banks and Madison right here with names that are unique. Unique. I can't believe there's not another Leopards. That seems wild. Well, there's a ton of Tigers, and there's a ton of Panthers. Ton of Panthers, Wildcats, yeah. not a lot of Leopards. Uh, speaking of schools in Georgia that play football, 
Uh, number six, Calhoun. This is the game. This is my game of the week. I like this game. It is my game of the week. If it, but we'll call it for for all intents and purposes. We'll call this the Northwest Georgia game of the week, and it is number six, Calhoun on the road at Cartersville. Calhoun eight and one, four and zero oh in region. Cartersville eight and zero, oh, four and zero oh in region. Cartersville won last year, thirty one to fourteen. This one will be on. GPB. So if you don't make it out to the Commerce game, which I completely understand if you don't, because it's <laughs> going to be cold and raining. And probably um, tough. Yeah. You know, the cold and rain, we can talk about it later. The cold and rain might actually help. Um, but uh, anyways, if you don't make it out to the Tiger Stadium or whatever your local team is, I know we got some non-Commerce folks that listen, check it out, GPB. This will be a really, really good game. Uh, the line is eight in favor of Cartersville. You said you're going to take that. You're taking Calhoun, right? I'll take Calhoun plus eight. Yeah. I think it's going to be different than last year. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to win, but I'll take Calhoun plus eight for well, sure. Well, Calhoun, you know, you see that eight and one, and you're like, well, Cartersville's undefeated. Uh, Calhoun's loss came to a team from Tennessee that had won state they're like, the year before. They're like the best team in Tennessee. Right. They're like one of the That's best teams. A misleading loss. Uh, you know, you can't you can't pick based on the rankings either. Um Calhoun's not a bad pick there. And this is probably actually, in most people's eyes, the game of the week. We'll call this one, for potluck podcast sake, we'll call this one the small college game of the week. <laughs> this is number one, Collins Hill, at number two, Mill Creek. Collins Hill, 9-0, 3-0 in region. Mill Creek, 8-0, 2-0 in region. So obviously number one versus number two. And probably pretty close to number one versus number two in the state, period. Yeah. yeah. I mean, statewide. Um, this one's on Peach Street TV, and Collins Hill won 28 17 last year. No Hunter, though. Yeah. I think that's the difference. I mean, if you're looking at this, Collins Hill is a 13 point favorite, but I don't think they take into account that Hunter's out. I don't, I don't know if the numbers take into account injuries. I don't know either, but I, I watched Collins Hill in North Gwinnett uh, a couple weeks ago. And an underrated part of their, their team is their defense, Collins Hill. Really? Um, yeah, they've got a linebacker, defensive end, guy that had never – he's from Kenya or somewhere. Really? Never played uh, high school football until last year. He is legit. He is a natural at uh, American football. Um, he might be the difference maker. I would definitely take Mill Creek plus 13. I wish somebody would give me that somewhere because I, I, think, I think Mill Creek's going to win that game. Um, number five, Warner Robbins is a nine-point favorite on the road at number seven, Coffee. So this is Warner Robbins seven and one, one and one. Coffee's eight and one, two and one in region. Warner Robbins won last in the 2017, 52 to 49. And this is the Middle Georgia game of the week. Could be a lot of points on the board in this one as well. Yeah, Warner Robbins is still trying to recover from that loss to Ware County. I think this is for the number two spot in that region. Um, yep. It'll be a good game. In our immediate coverage area, number one, Buford, is a 42-point favorite at Winderbera. Habersham Central, the Apple Knockers, they are off this week. Uh, <laughs> got to rest up. It's, gotta, it's harvest gotta, season. It is harvest season. It's a big, this is a perfect buy for them. you got all those people going up there, yeah. picking apples. Tourists. The knockers got to get up there and knock, man. <laughs> it's knocking season. Uh, as we mentioned, Cedar Shoals and Clark Central is going on. 
right now. Uh, Clark Central was a 13-point favorite, so that's going to get covered. Yep. Jackson County and Greenbrier, a pick em. Very important game for Jackson County. Yeah, Greenbrier is another one of those teams that preseason we were like, oh, they're probably going to make the playoffs in that region, them and east side. It's uh, a log jam right it there. It is. I, I want to pick the Panthers. I don't know why, but I, I think it's because of you. I've kind of become sympathetic to them. What's they got to do with me? You got family over there. I like I like Jackson County. They're all right. I like them better than probably every other school in the county. Yeah. I, I, I will agree with that. It's not a very high bar. <laughs> <laughs> Flowery Branch is a 25-point favorite versus Chesapeake. Number one, Jet is uh, playing number nine, North Oconee. Top ten matchup. This might be Northeast Georgia game of the week. I, I'll take that. I Northeast agree. Georgia game of the week, maybe. Yeah. Your 19-point favorites. Man, that's a tough line because you don't know who's playing. If Sammy and Malachi and their full health, yeah. that, that line's going to get blown out of the water. Um, it might get blown out of the water anyway. Madison County is a 38-point favorite on the road over at East Hall. See, Over in Guest Gillsville, neck of the woods. Yeah, right there off Joe Chandler Road. Yeah. Or the maybe, Vikings. The, yeah, Valhalla. That's where they play. They used to be amazing at basketball when yeah. I was growing up. I remember people talking about that. I This one's a tough one. Uh, Derek Wiley just tweeted in his picks. He was like, I hate this game. And I agree because, like, nobody's playing for anything. Maybe half of these teams are already moved on to basketball and wrestling. I don't know if Madison County covers. I hope they do, just for I'm pride. A, I, I, I hate to say it. I think I'd have to take East Hall because even, even if Madison County does win, I mean, running the triple, it ain't like you run run the score up right. on somebody. You right. know what I mean? It's kind of hard to do. Uh, plus, it may be rainy, wet. Anytime you got a 38-point spread, some adverse weather conditions. Right. Although experienced gamblers will tell you never bet the weather. So, I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Franklin County is, oh, God. Franklin County's playing Monroe area. Monroe area is a forty-three point favorite. Mm. So I guess I guess they're saying it's gonna the, the that means it's gonna be forty-three to nothing <laughs> if, yeah. if trends continue. Yeah. Um, tough, tough, tough scene. Tough road for Franklin to end the year here. Um, number nine is Hart County, and they are a thirty-eight point favorite versus Commerson. Hmm. I don't know where that game is. I think it's at Hart. Yep. Um, so Commerson will get on the buses and go over to Hart County. Number four is Oconee County. They are a 17-point favorite on the road at Stevens. I kind of like Stevens to cover there. You just don't know. You just but don't know. Golly, Oconee coming off a loss. They could, I know. They might be the brakes off of them. The boys from Homer are off, hmm. unfortunately. They're going to help their northern brethren knock the apples. No, nah, they ain't going to help nobody. <laughs> They staying right in Homer. They hunkered down, baby. Laying some drags. Elbert County is a 45-point favorite against Riverside Military Academy. They'll probably cover that um, if, any, if last week's any indication. Yeah. Number one, Draven County, they are a 46-point favorite at Union. They'll probably cover that. You think? Yeah. Yeah. There's some love lost up there. Yes, yeah, so that used to be kind of a nice little rivalry game. I guess it still is. Yeah, it's just super one-sided now. Right. Uh, number I, 10. Oh, what? I tell you, you what. One more thing. What you got? Things keep going. I'm putting in a petition for that Raven County Raven Gap game. I want that to be the new mountain rivalry. What's Raven Gap up to? Let's check him out. They're into their little uh, They're North, North Carolina. Carolina. They might be in the by playoffs now. by now. Let's see. You never they can are, tell. They got two losses. They're 6-2. and two. 
they're four and one in in the North Carolina they lose to Murphy. School Association Big South, whatever that is. <laughs> they lost to Baylor. Shout out to Harris English, and they lost to Providence Day out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Is that that team? No, that was Charlotte Country Day. Uh, Athens Academy played over there. Wow. Other than that, they've been smoking people though. Mm. All those teams out of Charlotte. They go to Charlotte like every week. I don't understand. That cannot be economic. Be close. You know they're not making any gate money. I mean, what is? <laughs> they're playing with. They're playing with like made up money up there in Raven Gap. What is that? Oh, I'm just looking at a drop. That's three hours, like every other week. They got That's a, wild. They got some frequent uh, flyer be, miles or something at a hotel. It's gotta be a tough drive too. Um, I, I would like to see them play. I think that'd be excellent. I think Raven County would smoke them. How about that? That would be fun. Post Gunner, though, even the playing oh, field well, a little Post bit. Post Gunner would be a tougher, tougher call. Uh, back to the preview. <laughs> Number 10, Athens Academy is a 38-point favorite versus George Walton. Uh, George Walton just having a down year. Yeah. Um, Athens Christian, 32-point favorite versus Loganville Christian. And Prince Avenue is off. Um, that region is going to be Prince 1 – ACAD two Christian three uh, who's four? I think it's GWA. Oh. Yeah. That's I mean it's a five team region. Oh. That's just how it shakes out. Oh. <coughs> oh. Yeah. The AJC Class A public top ten. Number ten Manchester versus number five Sly County. Another Sly big County game. Thirteen point. They they've just been having a bunch of big games over there in West Georgia. Well it's that five uh 5A public. They had three teams that Manchester, were Manchester, Sly. Chattahoochee. Uh, yeah, Chattahoochee. And, and Macon. Uh, yeah, Macon County. Good teams. Yeah, Top man. 10 matchup there. Maybe the best game in single A. Number 9, ECI, is a 33-point favorite versus Bryan County. Number 8, Washington Wilkes, is a 17-point favorite at uh, Ray Lamb Stadium here in Commerce. Number 7, Chattahoochee County, is a 34-point favorite versus Greenville. Number 6, Bowden. 41-point favorite versus Best Academy. Uh, what's the score of I'm, that I'm one? looking. That's a Thursday night game. Yeah. We're getting a lot of Thursday night games. Ref shortages are insane Tough. right now. Number four, Metter is a 42-point favorite at Claxton. Shout-out to the fruitcake capital of the world. I rode through there the other day, actually. I was, dri- I was driving from Reedsville into Savannah. I rode right through Claxton. Uh, Doc's old stomping grounds. I've mentioned Doc three straight times now. I can't wait to walk up the stairs tomorrow, and he's he's probably gonna wave at me. Thanks for mentioning me on the pod, uh, man. I tell fruit you, fruitcake. I almost stopped in and got a little fruitcake. I love it's that fruit time cake. of year. I would have brought it. I don't like them, but I would. I, I like supporting the local local Buy me fa- a famous. I'll be down there again. Uh, I'll actually be down there again late November. That'd be even. That's peak fruitcake. Yeah, about December. Bring yeah. it back for December. Which I mean, honestly, they got it over there at Ingles. I mean, yeah, but it, I mean, I could walk up into the place in Claxton and straight you up. You think get it's up. any more fresh though? Oh yeah. Do come you think on, that man. matters in fruitcake? Dude, come on, man! Don't 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 down don't down Claxton like this. I'm not Doc, down in Claxton. Knock, I just knock. don't know if fruitcake being fresh is Doc's, the thing. Doc's listening. This ain't nice, son. We'll have to ask him. Uh, Number three, Macon County is off. Number two, Brooks County is versus Turner County. They're a 21-point favorite. Irwin County is a 20-point favorite versus Clinch County. That rounds out the top ten. Give me the score. Bowden, best academy. I'm going to guess Bowden is up 
What's what quarter is it? Fourth. I'm gonna guess Bowden. I'm gonna guess Bowden is up forty-five to nothing. Man, you're pretty good at forty-one to nothing. Oh, fourth quarter late. Man, gosh, I'm good. Um, so there's the score for that. Bowden's gonna move on and probably keep their their, their spot ways. at number six or number five or whatever. Depends on what happens between Schley and Manchester. I would guess. Um, speaking of Turner County, they're they're playing Brooks County. What what have they been doing? I know they had that little stretch where they beat um, they beat somebody. They beat Clinch and Charlton back to back, which yeah. is wild for Turner County. So they're three they're three and one in region. How about that? They're four and four overall. Let me see. They're the Titans. I didn't know that. I neither. They used to be the Rebels, didn't they? I don't know. Maybe. Um, so they beat Charlton. So they beat they beat Lanier. They're on a little three game win streak here. Well, hey, coming off a bye, playing playing Brooks County on the road, yikes! But they trap uh, game. Then they play Irwin County too. They should make the playoffs though. Let me check the uh, standings real quick in that region. That's a tough region. If they make the playoffs, that'd be a big accomplishment for for Turner. Yeah, they'll they'll make the playoffs. Even if they lose both those games, they'll they're they're the three seed. Yeah, good for them. Ashburn, isn't that where Turner County is? Ashburn. The Ashburn. I worked at the uh, Turner County Stockyards. With Drinker, With Drinker one summer. It was terrible. It was awful. It was so hot. Good times. Um, So that rounds out the HAC Class A public top ten. Let's talk Region 8A public before we get to Commerce Washington Wilkes. Lincoln County is a 22-point favorite at Greene County, and Towns County is on the road at Social, where Social Circle is a 22-point favorite. Any thoughts on that song? I think Lincoln will win. I think Social will win. Uh, The point spread, I think Lincoln, man, I don't know. I think Lincoln County is better than they're playing sometimes. Uh, I think they'll cover, they'll beat Greene County by more than 22. Um, Social beat, I think, Social beat Towns by more than 22 as well. Psalm likes two covers. Um, before we get into Washington, we might have to take another break. I'm not sure. What's our time? What's our time? Let me check this out. We may have to do one more break. Uh, yeah, we probably should. I mean, okay. it's not like we actually take breaks anyway. And we also got we got we got to issue an apology for the the constant dripping of water coming off my gutter. <laughs> I didn't realize it was. I was kind of uh, chopping up the last segment a little bit during the break, and I just like kept hearing it. I was like, man, that's people are going to turn this off. That's terrible. <laughs> it's just like. Anyways, we'll be right back. And we're back on the Potluck Podcast. By default, you know, I mentioned driving through all these different areas on my way back from Savannah. By default, I've got to drive through Washington when, mm. I, when I come back, Wilkes County. There's a, there's some pride down there, man. They got the, uh, on some of the restaurants, they have the Go Tigers in blue and gold. They got the Go Dogs on the other side. Got some flags. I saw uh, at least one of the, um, you know, the, what are those things called? The pallets painted with a big tiger paw oh, yeah. outside somebody's yeah. house. So, they're fired up, man. Should yeah. we talk about uh, Washington Wilkes and Commerce tomorrow night? Tonight, yeah. if you're listening on Friday. Washington, before we get too far deep into it, Washington's a nice town. It's it's a pretty – I mean, there's a lot of East Georgia towns that are, are nice. Like Elberton, downtown Elberton's neat. Uh, downtown Washington's neat. Hartwell is nice. You been uh, through Isla lately? 
Did you see the mural? They got a mural. I, watched, I, saw, I saw them painting it. I, I saw them painting it on Saturday, too. too. I was pumped. Those guys were sitting out there nice on that, that uh, zero-turn lawnmower. Just, they had rode the lawnmower up to town to watch them paint that, that mural. That was a scene, man. That's the biggest thing happened in Isla in a while. I, I mean, they've got a lot of Madison County pride in Isla now, too. That's a great, great mural. I love Isla. I mean, honestly, sometimes I tell people I'm from Isla instead of telling people I'm from Commerce. Really? Because, I, I mean, I grew up between Isla and Commerce. That's a that's something to say on this pod here. I know. Uh, maybe I shouldn't reveal that. I'll be honest with you. I ain't never said I'm from Isla, but I ain't from Isla. I I spent a little time in Isla growing up, but not as much as I, I did in Commerce. I spent some time in Isla. I ate at Isla Restaurant a few times. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Commerce versus Washington Wilkes. We're going to get into a little Washington Wilkes preview here Washington, for you folks. Washington. Washington. Uh, Washington. That's the... <laughs> The Washington Wilkes Blue Tigers, as we've been calling them since last year. Uh-huh. Uh, we had to differentiate between our Commerce Tigers and the Washington Wilkes Tigers, so we started calling them the Blue Tigers. Green Tigers for Green County. Yeah. Even Honestly, they're not green. They really should have capitalized on that. Would it have not been cool to see the Green County Green Wave, like Tulane or something like that? Yeah. That would yeah, be cool. That would be cool. What else is green they could been they could have been? The mean green? Ooh. The Green yeah. County Mean Green. That would have been good too. Man. Anyways. The Blue Tigers play in uh Washington, Georgia. Washington. Population has come down in recent years. They usually they were above four thousand for a while. Now they sit at thirty nine hundred and sixty three. That's in Wilkes County. Uh population ten thousand five hundred and ninety three. Got a terrible zip code in in Washington, three oh six seven three, lot of odd numbers in there. No symmetry. It's just tough. Your number, your old numbers in there, song. That's tough for you to say that. Well, sixty seven. Yeah, sixty seven is not a great football number. I just wore it. <laughs> I wouldn't have picked it. Your old numbers <laughs> in the elevation too. How it is that? the elevation. Are of, you from Washington? No. Okay. The elevation of Washington is 607 feet above sea level. That's quite a significant drop from the ridge of Commerce. Mm. That's about 300 feet less than Commerce city limits. Um, There's two main highways that run through Washington and Wilkes County. Highway 78, so if you travel from Athens to Augusta I'm a 78 man. 78 is your road. Uh, Goes through uh, Oglethorpe County down into Wilkes County. Uh, through the tiny community of rail. So you got in Washington, you got, or in Wilkes County, you got Washington, which is the county seat. Uh, and then you got the rural communities of rail and Tignall. Rail's actually where I saw the, um, almost, man, I forgot the word again. Like the, uh, the pallet is where I saw the pallet. Oh, for the, for Outside Washington somebody's Wilkes. house, yeah. For the t- blue tires. It was actually in rail, yeah, not in Washington. That's cool. Um, Tignall, though, is coming down the other main highway in Washington. That's Highway 17. That's the highway that runs from Augusta to Tacoa. A lot of East Georgia towns up and down that road. Um, back in the day, there's a lot of history. Dino was saying before the show, there's a lot of history in Washington and in Wilkes County. Uh, and it was it was settled, it was the first county settled by a British col- or European colonist in uh, Georgia or Actually, let me back up on that. It was settled by British colonists because I got to thinking that's not right. It was settled by British <laughs> colonists 
in in the area. Uh, it was one of the original counties in Georgia. That's what I was leading into, and I just muffed that terribly. Folks, I'll be honest with you. The first ship from Europe landed at Washington. In Wilkes County. <laughs> in Washington, Georgia. Uh, you never, I don't know how, but it did. <laughs> space travel. They got a, or air travel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I, where I was going with this point is many. He's running out of gas, boys. Many families that were in Wilkes County in antebellum times are still in the area. Uh, our friend Jesse Savage works in the area. And he says even down there, there, there's a difference in the language. Like they say, Dino's got his, his shirt pulled over his head right now. My ears got cold, boy. <laughs> Woo! But the language down there is different. Like they, instead of saying boy, they say chap. And like there's a lot of English last names down there. Uh, speaking of Jesse, he's in Logan, and that's a big business down there. Uh, that's where his, his company is, is uh Stationed, I guess, where his office is, is in Washington. And uh, one little Washington. last <laughs> last tidbit is that Eli Whitney perfected his cotton gin in Wilkes County. Uh, there's, a, I actually did not know that. I, I found that out today, too. I thought that was worth mentioning. Um, last year, I mentioned a lot of history on, on Wilkes County. So if, if you want to <coughs> pick up on some of that, you can go back and listen to that show. Um, there was a Revolutionary War battle in Wilkes County, the Battle of Kettle Creek. It's actually a victory for the American That's uh, Patriots. Popcorn too. Don't listen to that, man. <laughs> he don't know. Uh, but There was a bunch of corn that was growing down there. They, a, special, a special variety of corn. One of the uh, ambers from the musket fire shot off into the <laughs> into the cornfield. We're getting in trouble. They just lit on fire and kettle corn started popping up everywhere. They're going to pull another one of our episodes. <laughs> yeah, Big Brother pulled one of our episodes for some reason, but anyways. Uh, getting into, into football. <coughs> They've been playing football in Washington for a long time, uh, since 1919. Um, the program was first known as Washington, just Washington. As, as the city. I'm going to be saying it a lot. Uh, they played 38 seasons as with that name, uh, won, won 59% of their games, uh, 189 victories to 126 losses in 22 ties. Uh, then in 1957, they consolidated some of the schools in the county, and the high school became Washington Wilkes. They've been playing as that school for 65 seasons uh, since 1957. 103 seasons total between the two schools. Uh, that's a that's an old school or program. Are you watching that cat? Yeah, man. He's just creeping around. He is. He's doing a good job. Creeping around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is doing a good job creeping around. <laughs> They've won 661 win, or games. As as the two schools, four state titles, all in the sixties, from uh, nineteen sixty to nineteen sixty seven, and uh, seventeen region titles. The last one That's coming to end thirteen. Yeah, what a run there. Yeah, you remember when we went to the game last year, and they had we got there early, which I liked. Man, I bet Lincoln County holds that over their heads. That they ain't won since the sixties. <laughs> yeah, probably so. But they were they were in Class B, which was a bigger classification yeah. back then, and. Uh, 
they had, you know, there's that armory mm-hmm. right behind the stadium, mm-hmm. and they have a big memorial statue. And I think the statue is in memory of that guy who was the head coach during the 60s. That I think is, the stadium's a, named an after intimate venue. It is a nice. Everybody's just real right there. It's kind of swampy, it's kinda, too. It's kind of like just tight. It's a tight place to watch a game. And it's it's the, like everybody's crowded. The stands are big, though. It's not because right. of lack of stands. Right. Well, yeah, it's just, it was packed. I saw some of the highlights from Lincoln County game. It was packed yeah, down there. I bet. Packed for that game. But, like, I, the the land around the stadium doesn't drain very well, so it's always kind of muggy around it, even in the cold. Um, the, I, I went back through their all their seasons. They played 103 seasons. The best team they may have ever had may have not won state, and it was that 2000 team mm-hmm. that, that beat – uh, Commerce forty nine to twenty seven. Uh, they lost to Americus in the finals fourteen to nothing. But they destroyed team pe- people that year, uh, inc- including Commerce. Um, speaking of the Commerce Washington Wilkes series, the series is now tied three to three between Commerce and Washington Wilkes. Uh, going back to Washington High, they did beat Commerce five out of six times. So uh, if you look at them all together, it's four and nine in favor of the Blue Tigers. The first game was played between Commerce and uh, Washington Wilkes in their inaugural season uh, as a consolidated school where Commerce beat the Blue Tigers 25-6 to at home. Um, got a neat recap on that game from the Pricket Files. I'm going to read it. Commerce scored 27 unanswered points behind the running of halfback Gene Brake and Tabby Love following an early – First quarter punt return, touchdown by a Washington back. Another star in the game was defensive tackle Lanier Savage, who returned to the fumble 70 yards for the final Tiger score on the contest late in the fourth quarter. Dixon Glover was the head coach for Commerce. That's straight from the Pricket Files, uh, a recap of that first game in 1957. And then another big game for the Tigers, uh, Commerce Tigers, was in 2010. Uh, this was a shootout. Um, in a 41-34 to Commerce win at Washington Wilkes, Commerce quarterback Cody Streetman scored on the first play of the game from 75 or 70 yards out on a quarterback keeper. Eventually on the night, he had a great game on offense with 265 yards rushing on 31 carriers. Carries. Carriers. Carriers. Mail carriers. I'm always at work. While collecting a total of five touchdown runs. So that was another great game in the series in 2010 for Commerce, as was the game last season uh, when we won 28 to 17. What, what's your biggest memory of that game last year? Because I, mean, I got a ton of them. The fumble, the hit and the fumble. Gray Holbrook knocking the ball out. That was pivotal. Also remember Trey Huff in the second half just marching down. On that drive, right when we went up twenty-eight to seventeen, mm-hmm. I remember Washington Wilkes being in an uproar over some of the penalties, almost having an uprising. Um, and then I remember the food before the game I had that little we that actually little restaurant went somewhere and ate before the game. That was the last time we ate before a game. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. Uh, but no, some great games in in the history between Commerce and Washington Wilkes. Um. They've had some great games this season. They are doing really well 
Coach Sid Fritz down there in his second season has led them to a 7-1 and record, 16-3 uh, overall down there as head coach of the Blue Tigers. Uh, in his career, he has won 190 games to just 56 losses. Great record. Um, they lost, their loss came against Laney, 26-20, first game of the season. And then they, they beat a lot of folks by a lot of points. I'm not even going to go through the list. Uh, other than the common opponents, uh, Elbert County, they beat 42-35 to 35 in Elberton. Social Circle, this is the, the teller right here, 40-6 to six at home in Washington. Uh, but then against Greene County, um, you know, Commerce beat Greene 35-7, I think, right? Something Washington like Wilkes beat Greene 34-6. to six. So, I mean, you can't compare scores, but that's close. Um, key players in this game, you're going to recognize a couple of these names because we've mentioned them. The The number one player, the difference maker on the field will be Dalen Cobb. Um, if he plays well, Commerce will have to play really well to to win the game. Um, if, he, if he has an off night, Commerce has a really good shot to win. Uh, he's the best player in the region. He completes 64% of his passes. He's sitting two yards shy of 1,000 yards passing, uh, 12 touchdowns to three interceptions this year, and then only 22 yards short of 1,000 yards rushing, 15 touchdowns on the ground. Uh, Jamarquez Tyson is his companion in the backfield, uh, 913 yards rushing and 12 uh, touchdowns on the year. He averages almost 10 yards a carry. And then Quinzabian Jackson is his favorite receiving target, uh, 413 yards receiving and 16 t- or six touchdowns on the year. So the Tigers will have a large task when it comes to the game tomorrow night, tonight, whenever you're listening. Um, what are your thoughts, Dino? Any questions? 17-point fav- favorite is Washington Wilkes. Um Obviously, you mentioned Dalen Cobb, best player in the region. He might be the best player in the state. Yeah. Definitely a top three player in the state. Um, he's going to go for over 1,000 yards through the air against Commerce, and he's going to go over 1,000 yards on the ground against Commerce. Agreed. Uh, he is three touchdowns shy of 30 overall for the season. So That's he a big stat line. probably is going to get that too tomorrow night. So he's going to be a thousand thousand thirty player in the regular season, which in is just nine games, pretty crazy. Um, Commerce had if you were at the game last year, Commerce had trouble with him all all game last year. Well, that's where my mind was going. We could not stop him in the first half. Yeah. But in the second half, we got traction, and we slowed him down. I don't think we stopped him 100%, but he, he wasn't I mean, as big of a factor in the second half. I, I thought I remember him having a long one in the second half, too. They didn't score in the second half, though. No, I mean a, a long run. Yeah. They got him down inside. I think they may have turned him over or something. But I think that's the key. I, I, I like your hope, though. <laughs> that's, that's the key. If we're analyzing Dalen Cobb, we have to put him in situations where he is forced to turn the ball over, uh, where he he has to get the ball get the ball out of his hands and in some of the other guys' hands, 
And the difference is, is last year's defense was really turnover, like productive. They they always could find a way to get a turnover when they needed it. And and this year we've we've had some success with interceptions, but we have only forced one fumble this season. Uh, and I I know that that's a difference. That's a difference in coaching, really. Um, but I I think that as the season has gone on, we've gotten a much more physical on defense. Last year, Dalen Cobb was 12 of 20 for 91 yards and had 11 carries for 87 yards and a touchdown. So we limited him pretty well. Yeah, he didn't get over 100 yards in either passing or rushing. And he only had one touchdown. QB rating of 71. Um, but he was a junior. Yeah. yeah Got another year of growth, another year of learning. I mean, I don't want to be a glass half empty guy, but we got a tall task. I th- I think we have to have good secondary play, and we have to force them to run the ball, and then we have Man, to. Last year was a great game. It was. It was it, to me. That was one of the top twenty commerce games I've ever seen. That was a great game. Fourteen points in the fourth quarter. Yeah. To win. Man, what a what a fun time that was. We controlled the ball too. Um. I don't see very many scenarios where Commerce can win tomorrow night, to be honest with you. They have to – it would have to be a really, really good game if if Dalen Cobb is even halfway on. I mean, they're not going to – they can't turn the ball over. They cannot turn the ball over tomorrow night. I think that's when it could get out of hand. Yeah. Now – like I was saying earlier, the weather is going to help commerce. It's cold. the The field, you know, we got we got grass. The field's going to be mucky. wet. It's going to be maybe not mucky. The but game it will, be, will be slowed down, right. which I think certainly helps commerce. Yeah. Um, now, I know the line, the line seventeen. I don't. I at least I hope I don't think commerce is going to get blown out of the out of the building. Yeah. I hope not. And it, don't get me wrong, it could happen. If Commerce turns the ball over four <laughs> times and Dalen Cobb is lights out, that could definitely happen. I could see it happening. Yeah. But at the same time, if Commerce keeps it close, I mean, takes care of the football, don't have any it's a crazy, crazy game. mistakes, probably a four-quarter game. And at that point, I mean, who knows? Yeah. You know? What do you think? I think our defensive line is going to have to be a factor. I, I think the game plan on defense is like you gotta you gotta be locked down. Um kinda like it's kinda like the game plan we had last week against social, but Washington Woods is a much better running team. You know, you, we gotta be locked down in the secondary, which we weren't exactly last week. Um and then you gotta force them to run the ball and when you force them to run the ball, the defensive line has gotta be more physical than we've been being. And we haven't talked a lot about the defensive line yet this year, but we just we haven't been very physical, and that's probably a difference in coaching. And it's just it's hard for me to get used to this defense because I've I've grown up with a very downhill style of defense: stop the run, make them pass, make them make a mistake in the air. But that's not the strategy that we have now, and so it's just hard for me to watch defensive linemen sit back on their heels. You know, like we like we did last week. In your opinion, do you think that's a good thing to sit back on your heels against a dual threat quarterback, or a bad thing? 
I think it's a bad. I mean, you got you got to pick your poison, because if you if you flush him out of the pocket, you got to have the linebackers to pursue, and then when you have the linebackers to pursue, he can dump the ball off behind them, mm-hmm. find the soft because we're running his own defense most of the time. Find the soft spot in the zone, and that's the question they're they're going to have to ask. Their, I guess that they've been asking all week is like, how do you how do you stop Dale and Cobb? I mean, it you know. What's the best way to defend a dual threat quarterback? If you got a kid that's as good as he is, or a player that's as good as he is on any level, it's just it's hard. It's like it's like the probably the hardest question to answer in football. In football, yeah. When you got a guy that can just like get out of the pocket, like it is just as fast as he is literally the fastest person in single A sports. Yeah, he won. He won the hundred meter dash last year. Yeah, like how do you? And he can also throw the ball. It's like how do you? Stop. That. When he gets out of the pocket, like running to a sideline, it's like, what are you going? A linebacker is going to chase him down? It's like, I don't, do you literally think, no one can chase him down right. in the state. Do you think we approach the game to where your best defense is a good offense, like we did last week, where we try to slow the game down? I mean, we ran the fullback, we had 21 first downs last week. Just try to put together clock melting well, drives. Is that what you said? Well, wait, what did you say? Say it one more time. Do do we try to use our offense as a good defense and just be ball control? Keep Dalen Cobb off the field. Take the damage that he's going to inflict on you, and then just keep the ball away from. Try to get into a low score. Right. Game. That's what I mentioned. I might have mentioned this last year. No, I I think I just talked told it to you when we were talking. But like, that's the one thing. Like, if you don't really have your let's say you don't have your best um, defense or you don't have exactly the best game plan or their offense is really good or whatever sometimes the best defense is just a really good offense Mm -hmm. that can just stay on the field like that I mean that's the reason you see it every Saturday the service academies can just stay in games and they they it frustrates the heck out of like yeah. Cincinnati or Oklahoma or Oklahoma Army like two time. years ago yeah like a, a, a really lights out offense if they if they kind of get behind or they're close you know it's like well why, we should be beating this team worse than we are right. and that's like when they start getting a little bit too fast like the game starts moving fast for them they make some mistakes and all of a sudden it's three and out. And they're on the sideline again, yeah. and you're putting it back, and it's like, oh, here we go. We've got to watch them have the ball for five minutes. You know yeah. what I mean? Sometimes, yeah, the best offense is, is a – or the best defense is a good offense that can keep the chains moving. I mean, that's, that's I guess, the game plan I would try to execute. That's probably what you got to do, yeah, is just control the ball. Yeah. Just keep – if you you know, the best way to and I, limit Dalen Cobb is just to not have the ball in his hands. I think that's what we did last year, really, when you look at it. Yeah. We played knock-down, knock drag-out physical defense – Took the ball away from them, and then when we took it away from them, we kept it. Mm-hmm. And we put points on the board. So, I, I hope we can do that tomorrow night. Uh, I don't know if we can. I don't want to be a doubter. I'm a Commerce Tiger fan through and through. You got a score prediction? I'm actually looking at the uh, one of the uh, Washington area newspaper uh, reports or something from last year about the uh, – the game? No, Albany. Uh, down in Albany, the state track. I'm looking at some of his numbers. 100-meter dash. Uh, almost sub-11. 11.05. Um, Quinzabian Jackson. Isn't he still on the team? Yeah, he's the wide out. He got fifth in state. 
Justin Myers got sixth in state. Justin Myers was a safety last year. I yeah, think he's at Georgia he Southern now. Yeah. Um, he was a good player. They're four by one. They got first place, which was Justin Myers, Dalen Cog, Quinzavian Jackson, Damani Grant. I'm trying to see if anybody else is on here <laughs> that we would know other than Draylen. I see Draylen on the podium. <laughs> Um, anyways, you were asking about a score prediction. I don't want to go first, man. This, if, <laughs> see, I did the same thing last year, or last week, sorry, yeah, where funny. I was like, I really don't want to pick. That's because I kind of I kind of thought they were going to lose last week. Yeah. A little bit. Not lose. I, I thought it was going to be closer, and I didn't want to. Jinx them. Yeah. I thought I it was going to be a close game. What do you think? I'll go Washington Wilkes, 34. Oh, no. So if they score that many, we're in trouble. Commerce, 20. I think we cover, but we don't win. 34 to 20. That's like, I like that. I think that's a pretty good pretty good score. That's I think safe. we miss an extra point again. How how they get to 34? I want, by, the, I want uh, the most five creative. Five touchdowns with a missed extra point. I think they're going to get 17 safeties. And it's going to be 34. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, thirty four twenty is a good good score. Man, I I I like to think that Commerce may be able to keep it closer. I think if it if we can keep them down in the twenties, I think it's probably a one touchdown game. We just we gotta create some turnovers and not turn the ball over. Right, that's really your keys right there. It's just as simple as that. Maybe. Well, <laughs> I tell you what, we're gonna get to go in the bed a little earlier tonight. This has been a good night. Sorry we, we went pretty long. I think we went pretty long tonight. Yeah. Sorry to all you folks. Thank you for listening. If you don't already, follow us on Twitter. Get your picks in before 7.30 tonight. I'm going to do a little prize hunting tomorrow. Enjoy. You're going to do what now? A little prize hunting for the pick em, uh Where are you hunting? I'm not revealing my information. Okay. It's in commerce. Does he got to do with merchandise? Yes. You're going to old Dan- Danny Dean. No. I'm going free. I'm going to look for some uh, some sponsors to donate some stuff. Man, Solomon, you're giving us a bad name. You're going out to all these people and trying to get them to give us free stuff. Well, they're friends. Oh, okay. You know this person yeah. personally. Yeah, okay, I'm, not, I'm not soliciting. I was about to say, come on, man. Don't do that in our name. No. We, we ain't that, you know. <laughs> um, anyways, as we sit here on the front porch and wind down another episode, thank you for joining us. Yes. If you won't be in Tiger Stadium, Ray Lamb Stadium at Tiger Field. Field. If you won't be there tomorrow, enjoy whatever game that you are at. Again, if you are sitting at home, there's two really good games that will yeah. be on TV. Peachtree TV's got Collins Hill and Mill Creek. GPB has Calhoun at Cartersville. Check out one of those two games. If you're at Raylam Stadium, we'll see you there. Definitely bring some warm clothes and yeah, perhaps, a, perhaps a layer of rain gear yeah. on top of it. I'll be in the rain gear for sure. I will too. I'll be in the all-black rain gear. Sweatshirt golf, under golf. the rain, rain gear. Yeah, probably a hoodie for me under the rain gear. Yeah. It's going to be a big I, – I, I like this. It'll thing. be a coffee this, night. This is where you can hide your hide your weight that you've gained since August where you've been <laughs> eating chicken wings every every Saturday uh, watching football. Yeah, lemon pepper. Uh, this is good for me. Like I got the big coat on the night. I like this. Yeah. This is my favorite weather really, truly. You can hide your weight. 
I'm sh- I shiver. Plus, I got a beard, too. Now I can hide my double chins. You don't even know how much I weigh. Maybe I'm in good shape. Maybe. The world may never know. Are you going to shave? When's the next wedding that we're going to be in? I guess everybody's having kids now. Where are we going with this? Am I, I going to shave? It's getting late. I'm not shaving. You're not ever going to shave again? <sighs> Probably not. Well. All right. <laughs> we'll see y'all.